Social media is very easy to get wrapped up into. It's very easy to get wrapped up into it as a consumer and to forget reasons as why you are doing things, as why you are creating videos, why you are even showing up online in the first place. You see an, another person who's thriving or you see someone else who's talking about a certain subject and you just start overthinking. You forget that you are a producer. We get in our own way and we stop ourselves from doing the things that actually are meaningful to us. Welcome to the Mindful Mundane Podcast, where we create meaning in the mundane activities of life and find joy throughout the process. There's a mosquito flying around right now, so that's great. Um, thank you so much for being here. This is the very first podcast, and I'm so excited. Uh, if you're new here and you have no clue who I am, I say new here, like as this place has been here for a while. <laughs> it's the very first podcast if you're new to seeing me this face of mine my name is ashton joe and i'm a creative entrepreneur yes my last name is joe believe it or not um, i'm 27 years old i live in austin texas with my girlfriend we have a couple fur babies that i love a lot you know mostly i classify myself as an artist um, just because for me being creative has really given me a, a lot of peace in my life um, it's weird because I grew up completely not creative at all at all I can't think of one thing actually I can there was this one project in art class and I remember finding this not long ago but it was a painting that I made when I was I don't know maybe like 10 11 and the painting that I made actually had so much depth like I had hills in the back I had ladders in this little village and there was just a lot of depth in in that but besides that you know I really was not a creative kid at all um I'd say my first true like creative thing that I fell in love with was photography um right around 2014 ish and the reason why I got my first camera was because I wanted to start a YouTube channel you know I grew up watching um some other youtubers like <laughs> like timothy de la ghetto kev jumba niga higa um really loved their channels and i finally found that one friend that i could rely on and watch their content and i just i loved it it i think growing up i was sort of like a lonely kid i have four older siblings between me and the youngest sister out of the four sisters there's like a five, six year age gap. So I didn't necessarily have people to hang out with or, you know, roam around with. And I lived in the country growing up for the most part after my parents divorced, uh, lived in the country. And at that time I was really obsessed with basketball, like so obsessed with basketball. It was one of the things that I like, I woke up, had a basketball running around the house. I even had like a mini basketball because I have one of those little goals inside the house. I was truly obsessed with it. When I moved to the country, I didn't necessarily have concrete to play on. That was a full tangent about my child, some of my childhood. But yeah, the, finding creativity, you know, was something that gave me a lot of peace. It helped me through some hard times. Shortly after I started taking photos, it, was, it actually happened by complete chance. A friend asked me to take some photos of him. And I just happened to have a Canon T3i lying in my closet because of that YouTube channel I wanted to start. We went on a photo shoot. I remember I had some fun. We took some ridiculous douchebaggy type photos. 
it's actually really funny to think about because uh, we were trying to model we had no clue what we were doing we were just you know clinching the jaw and <laughs> trying i don't know just like honestly ridiculous but i went on to take photos i carried the camera around with me at the time i was in college and i took it to just i was also in a fraternity pi kappa alpha and i just went on to bring my camera everywhere i went to all the events the basketball games the football games to random events with just the brothers and hanging out with people and i took it everywhere and then shortly after that my dad passed away and it put me in a position where i was really confused um life kind of slapped me in the face and it was really a hard time i didn't know how to process it leaning on the creative things helped me through a lot i felt like there was sort of like this um this message from him to just pursue what i wanted to do and uh yeah so did freelancing shot some weddings did video fell in love with it and yeah just honestly dove into the creative side of things but anyways that was a long tangent of sort of my background um I forgot to also mention that I was in band. I was a little band geek, if you want to call it that, um, growing up. And so I have a deep passion and love for music. Um, I don't know if you can see right there, but I started mixing a couple years ago and I love it. <laughs> I honestly love it so much because I love house music. All of it just really means a lot to me. And that's sort of like a quick, sort of a quick rundown of my, how I got here. Let me, let me talk a little bit about why I named this podcast the mindful mundane uh <laughs> i went through quite a list list of ideas and this one just stuck the most i care a lot about mindfulness uh mindfulness is something that has helped me find meaning in my life through some of my experiences some of dealing with loss dealing with grief and also just that loneliness mindfulness has really kind of helped me create meaning through all of that mess, if you will. Um, so my, that, that explains the mindful part. The mundane comes from the boring work, the boring stuff that we, we seem to bypass. Like, for example, I want to start this podcast, but oftentimes I would think about all the things I need to do in order to start that podcast. I got to think of an idea. I got to think of a meaning behind that idea. I got to create the graphics for it. I got to film the video. I don't have to, but I wanted to um and i gotta you know show up t online or whatever and just talk about things so when we attach mindfulness to the mundane we're a lot more um i guess successful i wouldn't say successful it's just it's a lot easier for me personally to think about the process of doing things in a mindful way and reminding myself that there are going to be parts where i'm not necessarily having the most fun I'm not necessarily enjoying the creative process as much, right? Or at least it feels boring. It feels like this doesn't really have meaning to it. But when you remind yourself of that mindful, um, I don't know, that, that reason why you're doing it, all of a sudden the process of doing it creates joy. I've wanted to start a podcast for forever. And this kind of ties in today's topic, which is redefining my relationship with social media for the longest time, I cannot tell you how long I've wanted to start a podcast, but I've gotten in my head. I felt intimidated. I felt overwhelmed. I felt like nobody would listen to me. Nobody would care what I had to say. Even right now, like this is difficult for me 
I don't know why, I just get nervous. I get nervous on camera and I don't know where it comes from. Like I wish I could just talk about things, but you know what, the only, the only way to actually get to that point where we're confident and we're able to show up authentically more often without breathing heavy and feeling nervous is by doing the thing, by committing to the practice, to the process of showing up and just putting our workout and whatever energy we feel like we could have, or whatever we feel like we could have done better after editing it and publishing it, put that energy towards the next thing and to not get too wrapped up in perfectionism and getting attached to results. It was always this huge, difficult thing for me to think about. And it was always easier to just say, nah, I'll do it another day. And on top of that, the comparison trap is, is a bitch, isn't it? There's so many people out there doing podcasts right now. There's so many people out there doing YouTube channels. There's so many people out there hopping on TikTok, finding success through various platforms. And it's very easy to get caught up into what this person is doing that we look up to and what they're doing next. Oh, they had a podcast, but they stopped doing a podcast. Is there something wrong with podcasts? Should I just save my time and not do it at all? That's sort of like the mentality that I started to build up over the last couple of years. I love podcasts so much. I don't know what I would have would have done in my life without podcasts because again i feel like i constantly lean and look for that friend um, online to guide me through life if you might thrive doing a podcast the only way you're going to figure it out is by doing a podcast it's not by planning it's not by analyzing it's by doing i'd like to think that i've had some experiences in life um, some moments of takeaways that i could possibly share throughout this podcast and dive deep into it not be a perfectionist. I think that's something I really was turned on by podcasts is like, I could just sit there and talk about my thoughts and not feel the need for every word to be so perfect. Something I struggled with in the beginning of my YouTube journey was feeling like every word needed to be perfect. And that desire for perfectionism caused a lack of authenticity. Watching, looking back on old videos where I was just way in my head about things, I feel the disconnect. I feel the gap between who I actually am and who I was trying to show up to be. Another thing about starting a podcast is you'll learn how to speak. And that's something that I've felt very intimidated by in the past. And you know what? <laughs> Bear with me. But now that we have that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about how I'm redefining my relationship with social media. Social media is very easy to get wrapped up into. It's very easy to get wrapped up into it as a consumer and to forget reasons as why you are doing things, as why you are creating videos, why you are even showing up online in the first place. You see an, another person who's thriving or you see someone else who's talking about a certain subject and you just start overthinking and you forget that you are. A producer and you forget that you are a creator and you can create anything anything that comes to mind you're completely capable of creating but we get in our own way and we 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 stop ourselves from doing the things that actually are meaningful to us and we end up creating content that was mostly inspired by somebody else and not really from our own true inspiration and i found myself in that trap quite a bit lately um, recently, I started a TikTok, I would say in April, 
And before that, I was heavily against TikTok because I knew how addictive the platform was and I didn't want to get caught up into it. But hopped onto it, started having some fun and started to create this process of, you know, me just posting and showing up online. And things were great. Things were going well. People commenting that there was an impact um, and it felt really good, right? But then, but then I started to get to a point where I was way too heavily invested into what other people were doing once again. And I started to doubt myself. This is like the cycle that I go through. Whenever I'm too much of a consumer, I get in my mind and I get in my head in a negative way. And I I start beating myself up about things that I'm doing, things that I could have done um, and how I'm not as good as other people. Really the comparison trap just playing its game. Whenever I was starting out with TikTok and I was just focused on posting, I was so focused on posting and just the next idea that I wasn't worried about what other people were doing. And even if I did see something that might've touched or tapped into my insecurities, I would know that I created something that day and that I could just move on to the next thing. But I kind of fell in this trap where I wasn't posting as much and I started to fall into the same negative cycle. And by redefining my relationship with social media, what I mean is completely just forgetting about what other people are doing, forgetting about how other people do things. Let's be honest. There are so many creative people out there. There's always going to be somebody who's quote unquote better than you. Always, no matter what, it could be your physical shape. It could be your mental shape. It could be your emotional state. There's always somebody who's doing better than you. That's just plain and simple. And that's sort of the downfall of social media is we forget that the pool of people that we're exposing ourselves to is the entire fucking world. So of course, out of the millions of people that there are, there's gonna be one person who might make you feel a little bit insecure. That's why it's important to focus on just producing, leaning into yourself and the kind of work that you wanna create and honing it in and being confident because it was your rawest, most true expression of yourself and not getting tied up in all of this bullshit because all that bullshit doesn't do anything good for you. It doesn't do anything good for your work, your creativity, your future. It does nothing good. Therefore, all the time that is spent on just worrying about negative shit is a waste of time. That's energy that was depleted much more than positive energy could be because you only have a limited amount of energy in the day. Positive energy um, decreases the, the rate at which you run out of your battery, right? You're constantly running out of your battery, whether you're having a great day or not, your, your energy is scarce. But negative energy has a compound effect if we let it. Negative energy will speed up the process in which you lose energy your battery decreases. So all that negative energy you put towards comparing yourself to other people and whatnot is beautiful energy that could be used towards creating whatever it is that you care about. The only way to to do what it is that you really want to do is by focusing on the process, by being a producer, by putting that energy towards the next idea. And when we when we get wrapped up in what other people are doing and we notice this this negative rush in our body, sometimes I get like a heat rush in my body when I feel it to use that as a cue point 
to use that as a key point to know there was the limit. I feel it. I feel the heat coming out of my skin. That's the limit. That's the cue to get off. I tried even setting a timer for, you know, how long I was on social media to let me know that, hey, you've spent 30 minutes on social media. But I still find myself clicking X out of that so quick just to go see what other people are doing. And then I get off of it and I always think to myself, like, why did I do that? I could have been working on my next idea. I could have been filming a podcast. I could have started something instead of wallowing in this negative energy and thinking that it's productive. Everything on social media is designed to hook you, to keep you addicted. Be the, be the designer of your life. Be the con controller that says, no, that is not worth the time. No, you need to focus on something else because you're losing yourself. You're losing your creativity. You're losing that desire. You're losing that calling within you that's begging you to just create. So instead of focusing on what other people are doing, focus, on, focus more on how you can express yourself. What thoughts are you having in the shower? What are you thinking about in, in the middle of a walk? If you're at the gym, what, what is just on your mind constantly? And how can we turn that into something creative? How can we talk about it? How can we put it out into the world? I'm not saying that everybody needs to hop online and express himself online. I know it's not for everybody, but it is important to get those feelings out. Regardless who you are, you are creative and you have something inside of you that wants you to express that. It could be through writing. It could be through a podcast. It could be through talking to somebody, talking to your partner about things. I just think that there's so much negativity going around, around in the world that when I say comparison trap, fear of judgment, perfectionism, imposter syndrome, everybody knows what those words mean. Every single person that's listening to this, I would be surprised if you did not know what those mean. And it's because we all experience these negative emotions, these insecurities, and we get in our own way. And for the longest time, I got in my own way. Even just setting all this equipment up today, I thought to myself, where would I have been if I started this two years ago and actually stuck to it? Even with YouTube, what would happen? Where would I be if I had stuck with YouTube? and really committed to the process and you know created meaning out of the mundane activities instead of being back and forth on the pendulum like being really attached or sorry yeah really attached to results and then being committed to the process it's constantly like a back and back and forth battle but i'm so tired of social media dictating how i feel i'm so tired of social media causing me to look at the world differently i just think that this world needs some more mindfulness. We all could use a little bit more mindfulness and we could all focus on the, the things in life that actually matter. That's how I'm re redefining my relationship with social media. I'm done just seeing other people do things and let it, letting it influence my decisions, my actions, the way I feel, the way I view the world. There is so much beauty out there and it's so easy to forget that. I look outside and there's trees. I look outside, I step outside actually, and I hear birds and I hear a squirrel climbing up the apartment. Like how the fuck is a squirrel climbing up to the third story of the apartment? <laughs> that blows my mind. I see it come up and it just, you know, eats food out of our bird feeder. And I'm just like, that is a committed, beautiful little animal. <laughs> so there's just so much 
in life that I feel like it's easy to ignore. And it's because of that dopamine search that we're constantly looking for on social media. But the best dopamine, the best, best dopamine happens when you experience solitude, when you feel things slow down and when you've given yourself a pause, room to breathe, room to to just be. So if you're struggling with social media, if you're struggling with feeling depressed, if you're struggled, struggling with um, overthinking and doubting yourself and getting in your head about what other people will think about you, I promise you, if you just create some space, create some solitude, reflect on, you know, write down how you're feeling, write down your thoughts, ask yourself why you might be feeling this way, but intentionally creating that space, I promise you will help you a ton. It will help you take action. It will help you push the bullshit aside. And there's so much of that shit out there. So if you want to join me on this redefining of our relationships with social media, I'm more than happy to welcome you with open arms. I feel like I'm finally getting to a flow now. So I feel like I could talk forever, but social media is one of those things that I, I don't like talking about too much because it's just, it's unfortunate that it's a part of my job and I have to show up in order to run my business. But it's also something that I, I like to maintain balance with because I don't like talking about social media all the time. I think there's a lot more to life than social media. And the more that social media is talked about, the more I kind of cringe. But it is a powerful thing. I think that there is a lot of power in showing up online. So how can we create that happy medium together? How can we create a space where we're mindfully showing up online as a producer, we're not getting wrapped up into all these negative thoughts because ultimately that just hinders our creativity and how we can possibly help other people. Everything has its pros and its cons, right? Everything can be good and everything can be bad, but it's all about how we perceive it, how it's making us feel, how we are affected by it. That's what matters. It's not what happens to us, it's how we react. It's how we move forward with that piece of information. And how can we flip the negative into positive? How can we make the boring meaningful and stick to the process? Because ultimately the process is the only thing that's going to dictate what we actually want, which is results. If I could leave this off with any reminder, it's just to remind you that whatever you're experiencing, whoever you are, whatever you're dealing with, whatever somebody has told you, whatever you have made yourself feel, whatever you're telling yourself in your own mind. I don't care what your career is. You are creative. And there is something that wants to be expressed inside of you. There's something just dying for you to just take action, to find clarity on what it is that you want to do. I see so many people, I feel like they're not happy doing what they're doing. And I, I always reflect and ask myself like, why don't you do what you wanna do? I even ask myself that. Why don't you wanna create, start the podcast already? This is a year ago or even last week. Why don't you just take action? Because imagine how it would feel to take action knowing that you did the fucking thing, that you did the hard thing, which is just swallowing the whatever it is that's stuck in your throat and just getting the fuck after it 
just get after it and ultimately over time if you keep showing up and sticking to the process and create meaning in the boring activities of life eventually those results that you seek will come and how many times have you heard people achieve those results and still not feel good that's why i think it's so important to fall in love with the process to not get attached to the destination in which we're trying to reach because oftentimes you hear so many celebrities who achieve that success they get to where they want to go and then they struggle they struggle because they didn't fall in love with the process and now that they've reached the destination what the fuck is there to do now in my opinion the most surefire way way to avoid that is to just fall in love with life stay in the now look outside watch the birds fly by they look happy as hell always they're all, all chirping and shit there's so much beauty out there so remind yourself of that whenever you're struggling and also remind yourself that if you are struggling possibly all you need is just some space some time to reflect some time to just be i've found in my experiences that every time i've given myself that space intentionally i always feel better and i always realize okay i'm getting in my own way i'm i'm self-sabotaging i'm dealing with those thoughts that hinder me from showing up and and helping somebody so I'm selfishly wallowing in my in my negative emotions. And it's selfish. Maybe we don't have to go there. <laughs> but instead of in my past wallowing in how much bullshit I was dealing with or how much bullshit I had actually created for myself, if I instead just focused on how can I share a message that might impact somebody. I mean again, the negative energy never does anything productive for us. And the moment we feel that negative energy, we just need to pause and reflect and think to ourselves, why the fuck am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling like shit? <laughs> Instead of just constantly feeling like shit, like ask yourself why? Because there's a reason. And you, you are the controller of your life. You can stop it. You can dictate what tomorrow looks and feels like. It's all up here. It's all in your mind. It is all how you perceive things and, and the steps that you take in taking action and taking action. So I just want to leave that reminder out for you. If you're you know struggling right now, you can get out of it and you can find clarity on how to make a difference in your life. And you can actually make that dream of yours become a reality in due time with sticking to the process and just shutting off all the bullshit. You know, every now and then, of course, we should reflect on our process and think to ourselves, like, how are things going? Um, are we are we are we fulfilled in our process? Are we having fun with things? Of course, that should always, um, maybe not always, but every now and then, maybe every quarter, we sit and reflect and we think to ourselves, like, what kind of results have I gotten so far? And then shift our direction if we need. But we can't be doing that shit every night. It is the quickest way to fall into a toxic mindset i've done it so many fucking times oh it's kind of crazy to reflect on like some habits that i used to have just like instantly waking up and checking how many likes a photo got whenever i was really into photography looking back on those times let's say i got a thousand likes for example what difference does that make who the fuck cares 
It's not something I wake up three years later, four years later today thinking about. Oh, I'm so glad I got a thousand likes. Who gives a fuck? If you're showing up authentically as yourself and you're doing whatever your mission you feel inside of you is, then nothing else matters. Nothing matters. If somebody has something mean to say, cool, man. Somebody loves it. Great. I did it for you. Definitely didn't do it for the other guy. So just remind yourself that whatever it is that you could be struggling with, there is always a path to change, a path to making a positive difference. Just make your time here worth it. Don't go about your life thinking to yourself, I wish I would have just committed to the process instead of worrying about all of these negative insecurities, instead of getting in my own way. Because life is way too fucking short. It's way too short to, to just waste time, to waste energy, and to waste moments. Hopefully this is a gentle encouragement to go pursue your dreams. To go create that piece of content. And to just get it out there. Just get messy. Just get messy. No matter what, whatever mess you deal with, it has a purpose. And it'll always be the best way for you to dictate what to do next. Not by planning, not by analyzing. So get after it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> I hope you had a good time chilling with me. Um, I also forgot to mention that this is on YouTube as well. So there's a video format that you can watch too. I'll most likely record a video for every single podcast so that if you're one of those people who likes to watch a video during a podcast, then I got you. With that being said, thank you so much for chilling with me. I really appreciate you. If you got this far, that, that means you're truly a real one. And I'm so grateful for you. Uh, I think you're going to do amazing things. If you got to this point of the podcast, it's probably because you were relating to something. So yeah, you're going to do amazing things. And anytime you feel down it's just you getting in your own way and i don't say that to put you down it's just to say that you hold the power and you can get yourself completely straight out of that situation the same way you got yourself into it so go have fun create meaning throughout the process and just remind yourself that life is beautiful we don't have to get wrapped up into negative emotions all the time thank you so much for listening and watching and i will see you in the next episode